0: Hello,
1: I'm Jean. And I'm Norman. From now on, we are in ordinary time in the church and we've been asked how we might reset the world or our lives after the pandemic. So Norman and I will talk about how we would love the world to be after lockdown. During these difficult months, we have realized that at the end of the day, It's really people who matter, people who count. But what if you're different and are not always welcomed or included? When Victoria, our daughter, was born in 1970, we were overjoyed and welcomed her with so much happiness. She was such a beautiful baby and looked wonderful, but this was short-lived and she was diagnosed at six months with a rare genetic condition called tuberous sclerosis and we were told she would be severely disabled for life. They couldn't even give us a life expectancy for her. And at that moment our world stopped and it was never the same again. Then it felt that our little family were transported into another country where we had to learn the language, the rules and the people we met were like no no other people that we would met. And as Victoria grew, it became obvious that she was very different and did not behave like others. And we gradually began to be marginalized as a family. But it was through her eyes and behind her wheelchair through fear and ignorance we often experience prejudice and discrimination
0: didn't we we certainly did uh, do, you, do you remember the occasion i think we were we were out for a walk with victoria and we stopped to have a drink at a, a pub not too far away and victoria started yelling and uh, a man close by in a loud voice, said, Why can't they take that effing spastic out of here? Nothing in the world is more painful than rejection. Then,
1: at every stage, we then learned that we had to fight. Fight for her life. Fight to be welcomed and accepted. Fight for every test, treatment, or operation fight for education, and certainly access to any therapy.
0: Yes, I I expected professionals to have some sort of empathy uh, with the situation. I remember when Victoria lived in Dorchester, a a professional of some sort saying, what does she need a speech therapist for? She can't speak. What? What are you talking about? (laughs) It does it all really, doesn't it? It
1: does. But we survived, and through my experiences of the injustices Victoria experienced, I went on to become, as Desmond Tutu said, an agent of change for children and adults with learning disabilities. I didn't realise at the time that I was God's indispensable agent for change. (laughs) And last week Victoria was 50, or oh, she would have been 50, and it was with pride I looked back on her very valuable life and what she achieved. As Dave Tomlinson said, what a gift to the world she was
0: and still is. Being virtually on her own for, for three months, especially whilst gardening, we've had time to reflect and think about what really matters in life and we've learnt that life is very precious. Lockdown has taught us that it's about people and how we live together and people matter and people count. I'm well known for being a a bit of a a cynic and I'm not sure when all this, this nonsense is over, whether we will carry on being kind to each other, I'm talking about people in general, um, whether we'll carry on being kind to each other or whether it will slip back. But the only thing we can do, I think, is show example, is lead by example.
1: So you can see we believe people count, but in addition to all the NHS medical people, of course, it's the ordinary workers who've worked through the pandemic. The bus and the train drivers, the delivery men, the shop workers, the bin men, all the servicemen and the police turning up to work every day to ensure that our lives can continue. And it's all the thousands of health workers and support workers working with the elderly and disabled people in residential homes and in the community who've been so undervalued and underpaid so in the future we would give them more attention and continue to value them and their work
0: we realized people count and we realised we needed to be patient and kinder to each other and to others. In our communities that are so important to us, like Centre 404 and St Luke's, who have pulled together, loving and working even closer. And by doing so, we have become stronger. In the future, we hope everyone will continue this love and kindness. After all, what does the commandment say? Do unto others as you would have them do to you.
1: People count. We found everyone needs to be valued, respected and given choices. In the future, may there be no discrimination, but only equality in this world for everyone. As Desmond Tutu said in his God has a dream, a vision of hope for our time. God calls on us to be his partners, to work for a new kind of society where people count, where people matter more than things, more than possessions, where human life is just not respected but positively revered. We hope that you'll share our vision for the future. Amen. Amen.